Hi, we're the Rices. We've been married for 12 years. We have six kids from the ages of nine to zero, and we're full of passion to raise a household that serves and honors the Lord. And we want to encourage others to do the same. Welcome back to the Raising Rices podcast. We're here again sharing our convictions, the character traits that we're hoping to develop in ourselves and in our children, and the challenges that face us in this world. And today, we are following up our conversation from last week with a conversation about biblical womanhood and specifically how the unbelieving world denies the beauty that God created. It was so interesting reflecting back last week, you know, we got to talk about the war on manhood, biblical manhood, and great conversation. If you haven't listened to it, jump back and listen to that one. You'll also hear we had a bunch of technical difficulties, but hopefully those are resolved this week. Yes, hopefully they are. But one thing I was actually struck by was there are so many voices. There's so many people trying to uh, voice what they think is correct. And in essence, that's exactly what we're doing on this podcast. Um, So it reminded me a couple things. One, you should be very careful who you listen to, right? Uh You should take everything that is said back to the word of God and to see if it matches, right? Including the things we say. Including the things we say. And then the other thing I always get is... Well, you know, what authority or why would I do this podcast? Like, what makes the Raising Rice's podcast something that Darren and I want to do? I mean, clearly we just have an abundance of time, right? Oh. That, that, that's the reason. We're just basically bored over here. Basically, you know, with six kids and one on the way. We just have nothing to do. But no, the truth is way back when, when we started this podcast, we felt convicted that even though there was a lot of voices out there, some amazing voices too, yeah. right? That God has given each of us a commission, right? A great commission to share the good news, to share the gospel with those around us. Specifically, we're passionate about sharing it with our family, with our kids, and then thus extending it to you so that you can do that with your family as well. And one of the things as we talk about biblical manhood and biblical womanhood today that I've realized is at first I was like, well, I should just do the woman one, right? Like I should just be the one talking about it because I'm a woman. But in actuality, what makes the biblical definition of man and woman complete is when both genders understand. Right. Yeah. We talked about last week how important it is that we teach our daughters the definition of biblical manhood. And I think that that is going to really be true in the converse today, that as we raise our sons and as we disciple our sons, that we are teaching them what it is to be a biblical woman. And if you're a husband, it's important that you also understand the role of women so that you can better support and encourage your wife as she seeks to obey scripture. 
Yeah, I think that sometimes we can get one tracked. Like, I only need to know what I am in charge of or what I am responsible for. But really, when you have the complete picture, you have both sides coming together. And it's what gives the definition of biblical. <laughs> right. And to piggyback on what you were saying about our voice and our passion for sharing, our one of our pastors was saying a few weeks ago, like, should we be discouraged and think, oh, these people that are here, they already know what I have to say, and I should just not say anything. But no, we're called to encourage one another. We're called to remind each other of the truth. And that's really part of what our heart is here, is to just be actively sharing what God is doing in our life in hopes that that testimony is an encouragement and a challenge to you. Awesome. So we just talked about last week and this week that our conviction is that God made mankind, male and female, both equal but unique in roles. And that the roles part is what we're going to kind of dive into today. But we do think it's very important to state that male and female are equal in the sight of God. Right. And in our mind, too. Yeah, yeah, and and the, we do not take those verses out of context where it says, um, you know, Paul says that there is neither male nor female, you know, Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, in regards to the gospel. Right. It is a distinctive of the Christian faith that salvation is extended to all equally without qualification that male and female alike can be saved by grace through faith by the power of God and that they are not dependent. The woman is not dependent on marriage and the salvation of the husband in order for her herself to be saved. Nope. And And I know that sounds like some of you may be like, yes and amen. But unfortunately that is something that comes into question in certain different religious areas. Right. And so we wanted to make sure we were very clear on that. We also want to be very clear that the ways that we found for biblical manhood and the attributes and character traits also for biblical womanhood, we have found in the Bible. That is where we're seeking to find our example and our measure mark. They don't just come... Solely from our experience. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we are not here just pulling ideas out of nowhere, but we're summarizing and putting into practical application um, scriptures that speak to or show an example of what a biblical woman is. And so if you are a, a Bible reader and you want to check some of our direct sources, the main uh, passages that our conversation today stems out of is um, chapter two of Titus, particularly verses three through five. First um, Timothy chapter five, verse 10. First Timothy chapter two, verses nine and 10. And then Proverbs chapter 31 is also speaks directly to the role of a woman in her household. And the cool thing about these verses, as in other verses in the Bible, that speak to character qualities that we should all seek 
to have is that when you um, when you pursue a certain <clears throat> character quality, it is not limited to man or woman, but it is it can be expressed differently. Right. Yeah. So we talked last week about like courage or leadership and we would advocate that a woman can show leadership and can show courage but those are going to be expressed in different ways than a man would express those same qualities yeah so let's get into some of the character qualities um i actually do a podcast with a good friend ashley it's called joyful homemaking and we get to talk a lot about these different character qualities and how they play out in the home for women specifically. But um, our podcast, Ashley and I's, goes for like over an hour every time. We just have so much to say. And I say that <laughs> seriously and jokingly that there is no possible way today that we could get through all of the character qualities that should be um, sought after for a biblical woman, as we said last week, too, for a biblical man. Right. But these are some key character qualities and that if one stands out to you, you're like, hey, I should learn more about that or I should encourage my family in this more. Um, that is our goal is to kind of plant a seed, but not to, to be the gardener. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to, to plant a seed and to plant a broad swath of ideas that we should be working on cultivating more or working on studying more or working on encouraging more. All right. So our first character quality is serving, which is so awesome because our ultimate example in everything and specifically in serving is Jesus. Right. Consider Christ in all things. I love that he is the example that we can glean from. We see it also in other key characters within the Bible. You know, with the story of Mary and Martha, we can mm -hmm. see um, service there. We can also see um, that sometimes serving can uh, unfortunately take precedent over um, devotion. And, and so that is a call to us women to make sure that we don't hyper-focus on the character quality that we miss the character that right. we're trying to be like, right? Yeah. Yeah, so important. And it's important to realize, too, that in contrast to men or in as we talk about these things together, right, that serving that example of service that Jesus gives us is not just an example for women to follow or right. just an example for men to follow, but it's an example that we should all follow in our pursuit to be as Christ. Yes. Serving doesn't mean you're a doormat, right? Right. Um, but you are a servant, and it is okay to say that word. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, in the Bible, in the original King James, it says slave. Right. You know, like they wanted to make sure you understood um, obviously, the slave was a different definition than the American slave right. that was, you know, abolished here in yeah, America. But, but it would but, be a, a, an entire commitment yes. to your master yeah, for, for your provision and that all work you did was for them. Yeah, and for their glory. Right. You did not get the credit. No. <laughs> all right, the next character quality we want to touch on briefly is loving. <coughs> and yes, I know, maybe some men might be shaking their heads. Oh, here's the emotional <laughs> word. But loving actually is so courageous. Yeah. Loving is something that emotes tons of strength to be able to 
truly love and show love in all circumstances. And as a man, we shouldn't belittle the love and the mercy and the grace. I think those things go together. Yeah. That women innately in the way God created them have that compassion to show whether it's to their husband or to their children or to those that are in need. That's an important thing. And it's so cool. Uh, Darren and I, confession. This is confession time in the character qualities. But um, Darren and I emote different strengths when it comes to being um, parenting our children. Yes. And. Like, I love our kids. Oh, beyond, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I am a little bit hard (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) And I am too soft sometimes. Right. And so it makes a good pairing. So before we downplay certain character qualities, what we really should do is admire the work that God has created when he said Adam should not be alone back in the garden. Right. So so that as as a husband, I should be thankful that my wife is so loving and encourages me towards compassion with our children. And she should be glad that I have a strong sense of justice and consequences. Which I am very glad about. (laughs) And can encourage her to not feel bad when she executes a consequence. And so those are the perfect picture. Not that we're the perfect picture. Oh, no. (laughs) but, But those character qualities are the perfect picture when male and female come together as God intended them. Yeah. And one is not less than the other. Right. Right. But as we said, as we learn the the manhood and we learn the womanhood as they come together is the perfect union. Right. So don't belittle your spouse, whether you're the male or the female, right? Don't belittle them, but encourage them and talk about it and work together on those things. And we all naturally lean towards certain character qualities, even within womanhood. I would say I feel stronger in some qualities than I do in others. Um, And just like a man and manhood should be loving, even if they don't feel strong in that. um, We all seek to do and play out these different characteristics. The next one is um, the reason why I think I'm not strong in all of them, because the next one is gentleness. And even though I can be gentle at times, um, the Bible calls women to have a meek and mild spirit, and I definitely struggle with that. (laughs) (laughs) But but I will say that if you identify with Marissa and, and you can say, hey, I struggle with that or I struggle with any of these, it is an opportunity to by prayer and by the power of the Holy Spirit and by obedience to scripture, be sanctified Mm -hmm. over not a day, not a week, not a month, but over years. And I think you hold a strong testimony to that, that although you (laughs) would identify, hey, being gentle is still something that I struggle with. And quiet and meek and submissive. (laughs) (laughs) But look at where you are now compared to 10 years ago, the way you even think about those things in the middle of circumstances that would have in the past fired you up. Yeah. 
is is tremendously different and it's not to say that you can't have emotions or you can't be defensive or you can't be um sad but to temper those things and and really hold them in submission to the holy spirit yeah it is definitely and i'm very grateful for progressive sanctification (laughs) um and that we'll never arrive that it's always something that we can work on right yeah Hello, we want to interrupt this podcast today to let you know that it is brought to you by Heritage Home Family Farm, a Christian family seeking to bring a legacy of flavors to your table. This family is passionate about building the family culture and making homemade with ease. They have a series of spices, loose leaf teas, and baking mixes available to make delicious, clean, and easy homemade food at your table and in your kitchen a possibility in today's busy world. Find out more at heritagehomefamilyfarm.com. The next one, um, and you know, uh, as we saw with the men, they kind of blend together in a lot of different ways, which is awesome, you know, that they're not just separate categories, but really just the overall picture of a woman, Um, but is the helpmate characteristic. We're called the helpmate. And as we talked about leadership for man, the, the... pairing that goes so well with that is helpmate. And unfortunately, in today's world and society, we have downplayed the position. (laughs) We have made it seem lesser than. Um, But truly, helping our spouse, our husband, with their role allows them to really do their role to their full capacity um, in a much greater way than we they could have if they didn't have a helpmate yeah and i I think it's a good reminder that if we look at the bible chronologically that god created woman to be the helpmate before the fall yeah right genesis chapter 2 verse 18 says yahweh god said is not good for the man to be alone and i will make a helper suitable for him right and Mm -hmm. so then after that in chapter three then they choose to disobey god right and then chapter three verse 16 part of the consequence of that Mm -hmm. separation from relationship with god is that your desire speaking of the woman will be for your husband and he will rule over you and that's how we end up with this messed up view part of our sinful flesh mm-hmm. that the woman wants to control the man yeah and the man wants to be overly harsh against the woman right and so understanding that the the perfect way that god created man and woman was for them to work together yeah and for the woman to be the helper for the man and that we've distorted that because of the fall not that the helpmate is some male oppression right. as a result of the fall. Right. So good. And such an honor to be a helpmate. And if we can speak that out, if we can speak that out to our children, if we can speak that out in our relationship as man and wife in front of people, I like always when we talk about our kids and we're trying to encourage them, which is another character quality is encouraging. We will say out loud to our kids, we, we couldn't do this without you guys like recognizing their role in the family. And mm-hmm. I think it's important 
Um, I know like when Darren goes to work and the kids are like, where's daddy? Well, he's leading our family and he's providing for us. Like you speak out the character quality so that when your spouse is doing the work that God has called them to do in their roles, that they are recognized and that those become a positive influence into your kids instead of, oh, well, dad had to go to work. Right. How yeah. lame is that? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta yeah. have and, money. <laughs> and then, the, you know, the converse is true, too. Like, when you're a man and you're out and everybody's like, oh, my goodness, how do you do it with six kids and mm-hmm. animals and another kid on the way? What are you thinking? You know, and it's like, well, I have a great partner. I have a great helper in life that I couldn't do it without. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just those opportunities to to be a, a witness to the goodness that God has created. Yeah. So encouraging. We just mentioned that. Um, we talked about, you know, a quiet, submissive um, spirit, but also with submission comes respect and respect for women. Um, we can really struggle with that inner battle that is shown on our outer faces. Whether we say the words or not, we can definitely wage war on the respect category. Another one is... Ooh, I have oh, one, oh I have sorry. One thing, no, no. <laughs> I have one thing to say because I think you do it really well. And that is that in that submissive and respectful category really comes for women not gossiping mm. and not putting down your husband. Yeah. Because it's so easy to blame your husband for things like we're here to take the blame. Like we want to be the leader. We want to not have you take the blame, but it's very easy for women to gather with other women and beat up their husbands. Or even on the sake of like trying to be relatable, you know, like trying to show that compassion or the relatability, like I said, to other women. Right. You know, if they share something, it's easy to be like, oh, I understand, you know, here's a story type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so even with a good intention necessarily right. can come, you know, residual harm. Sure. Yeah, where, where a better response or one that you practice really well is to say, you know, I, I understand that that's the situation. Have you thought about responding to it in this biblical way Yeah. of encouraging your husband or of, you know, giving him the support that he needs or supporting it? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like what's your responsibility in it? Right. Type of thing. And not in in a pointing a finger type of way, but we should all first look to what our responsibility is first. Right. Before we um, condemn someone else. Yeah. Okay, the next character quality that you're going to jump to is (laughs) to be faithful. Yeah. Right? It's important for men and women to be faithful. But I think that the faithfulness of a wife gives her husband the courage to lead. That that when, when we know as a man that our decisions and our direction is trusted and that we have somebody faithful by our side that really bolsters the courage to, to lead well. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of think about that. I mean, obviously in the family setting, but you think about that even like times of war or times of, you know, protecting the people. <laughs> like if they have something to fight for, 
um, then that triumphs over fear. Right. Right? It, like you said, bolsters courage. I think the next category can um, needs a little bit of an explanation. We think that it is important for women to become teachers of their children. And while I say it needs an explanation, I mean that the husband really needs to do this as well. Um, but when we think about our lives and how we are with the kids for a, a primarily a soloing a big chunk of the day, that we really need to hone in and own this awesome character of teacher. Yeah, I mean, as compared even maybe to days of old where it was a, a family business, a family farm, a family business that was a much more prominent fixture. But even then, the men provide, mm -hmm. and especially when the children are very small, and then especially the young women as they grow up, being a teacher and, and being skilled in teaching and equipping her children is a character trait that shouldn't be taken lightly, that, that should be one that... I think if you find yourself weak in that area, that you should, you know, be praying for strength and for conviction to be carrying that out and not abdicating that responsibility to somebody else. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to have a PhD in geometry. No. Right? Like, no. we're just, we're, we're seeking the Lord for wisdom. Mm -hmm. So it says in James, and he will provide. Yeah. The next one is being hospitable. And this is something that... I am very thankful for my wife for <laughs> because it is like I will be hospitable, but I do not make people feel really welcome or special. <laughs> and she has done that a lot. I don't know. Oh, thank you. Well, I was just going to say um, being hospitable and showing hospitality is super important when we think back even to the helpmate. In, um, oh no, where is it where it talks about elders in the Bible? In qualification in Titus. Oh, in Titus. Okay. Or, or Timothy, First Timothy. Um, a qualification of an elder is that they have a home of hospitality, mm. and but you know it's unique because really the Lord has given the characteristic of hosts and hospitality to the wife. Usually, you know, in a um, thinking about like different people we know and ourselves that that just seems to be more of a natural characteristic for a woman but actually when we think about it, if that is a qualification of an elder then that's just being a wonderful example of a helpmate right in leading the helping him lead and not only his family but the church as well yeah yeah first timothy chapter 3 verse 2 overseer must be above reproach the husband of one wife, temperate, sensible, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. And then it goes on. Yeah. That's a really good one for the manhood, too. I think we talked about a lot of those qualities. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Proverbs 31 probably speaks the most to this. And it is that she prepares her family and invests wisely. There's a lot of debate on the Proverbs 31 woman about... You know, did she work? Did she not work? Um, and I just want to remind everyone that the Bible doesn't contradict itself. And so another quality that we think is important is that 
a wife is the keeper at home. Um, and wow, so how do those things go together, <laughs> right? That's like, yeah. That perfect. is something, though, a conviction, um, whether the wife stays home or not, that you have to talk about with your husband and consult the word of God and decide. But for us and what we've studied and what we've considered when it comes to the Proverbs 31 woman, which, you know, we'll look at, she's selling things, she's out doing this stuff, versus, you know, Titus 2 that talks about being a keeper of the home or a homemaker is that we need to look at it in a couple of different ways. Proverbs 31 woman is all under the leadership of her husband, first of all, right? And mm-hmm. second of all, it isn't her primary profession. It isn't her primary focus. She does it for the family, of course, right? As she prepares her family and invests wisely, but she is doing it alongside of her husband. Yeah, and there's a lot of verses in this passage that stand out, and I encourage you to read it um, all for yourself. But particularly um, that she plans for a field and buys it, right? So people would say, oh, she's you know such a, a business-minded woman. But, Maybe she is, but... <laughs> but, but, and, and, but in wisdom, In wisdom, right? yep. Verse 21, she's not afraid of the snow for her household, right? She And verse 22, she makes coverings for herself, right? And then verse 27, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Yeah, she's and, a go-getter. And I think that there is so many applications to those things that face against the challenges that our world has today, whether it's Amazon telling you what you should buy mm-hmm. or it's social media creating idleness there there is opportunity to take this verse at uh, you know this passage as a whole and really reflect do I handle the things that the Lord has given me wisely yeah. do I do it in a way that honors and respects my husband and our household and prepares them so like as a husband, if I'm providing and I know that you as a wife are managing the things that the mm-hmm. Lord has provided for us well, then it allows me to teach spiritually and to pursue um, growing closer to the Lord and working hard and discipling the children because I know that what we have is well cared for. Yeah. Having good stewardship over the things that you have, knowing that one role can't do everything, right? Like Darren expressed, he can't work all day and then come home and then clean the whole house and prepare the children and all the things. You just cannot do everything. That's why God gave you a helpmate. Similarly for me, I can't be doing something else all day and then come home and try to put my house in order or my children's behavior in order. It just, you, you know, you can't serve two masters. You have to pick whom you're going to serve. Yeah. So obviously the biggest challenge with these things is the world that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. So without God and without a biblical definition of womanhood, our culture has gone through three waves now of (laughs) feminism where we continue to redefine success as a woman or what a woman should be. Now men can be women, but it has completely negated the value 
and the purpose which with which God created women. Yeah, when we try to change God's design, when we try to change God's definition, we come up with a sub-definition that is trash. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like you said, devaluing. It's not... It, you're, you're, they're trying to create something that they think... And I say they like the culture. You know, that right. they think is going to be that grass is greener on the other side. When really, when you stick with God's design, you're sticking with the best. There's no greener grass. <laughs> right. And I think the, the challenge is, is that we have to constantly use the Bible, not just as a lens to look in the world and say, wow, that's trash world. Like they've messed that up. But we have to use the Bible as a mirror to look at our own lives. Yeah. Which right? is a challenge. And James chapter 122 makes that really clear. It says, become doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. For if anyone's a hearer and not a doer, he's like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he looked at himself and has gone away, he immediately forgot what kind of person he was. And it's so important that as we read these scriptures, as you listen to these conversations or you jump over to the Joyful Homemaking podcast <laughs> and you listen to hours more of awesome content <laughs> there, that you read the scriptures and you reflect on your life and you challenge yourself with those character qualities to say, how can I be a better homemaker? How can I serve better? How can I be more loving? How can I be more submissive and respectful? How can I be quieter or more meek? Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge. And it's totally against the vein and the direction of this world. Yeah. And we have to be clear and steadfast to teach our children the biblical definitions, to work diligently and modeling them. Obviously, we'll, we will fail. And that, you know, is that time for confession and grace. Right. Right. But we have to stand for truth or else we will see truth being dis dis um, distorted. Distorted. Yeah. I'll say disworded. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have to not only as women, you have to be striving to grow in these qualities, but you have to teach them to your daughters. Yeah. And you have to model and teach your sons what character traits they should be looking for as they pursue a wife someday. Yeah. And so we hope that this conversation is encouraging, that it doesn't beat you up too much, <laughs> and that you take it to the Lord in prayer, and that you go and you read these scriptures, and you use them as a mirror to examine your life and be a lens through which you can teach your children. Yeah. We hope you're encouraged. If you want to follow us along on social media, I share a lot of different um, homemaking things, homeschooling things, um, some <laughs> encouragement, hopefully over at raising rices and Darren is over at lead your family. We hope you guys have a blessed week. Mm -hmm.